It must have been heart-wrenching to be one of the followers of Jesus on Good Friday. It seemed like everything was lost. They'd put all their hope in Jesus, perhaps even leaving their old lives to follow him. But then he was crucified. I mean, there he was, dead in the tomb. To many, no doubt, it seemed as if he had failed. Some wondered if they'd made a mistake in following Jesus. But then, of course, things changed. Those words we read from Isaiah are certainly prophetic. God said, For a moment I hid my face from you, but with enduring love I take pity on you. My love shall never leave you, nor my covenant of peace be shaken, says the Lord who has mercy on you. Death was not the end for Jesus. The women went to see the tomb, and there they heard the awesome words of the angel. Do not be afraid. I know you are seeking Jesus, the crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised just as he said. And the women ran to tell others about this. It's the greatest news ever. He has been raised just as he said. That's an interesting line. And it prompted his followers then to look back at Jesus' previous words. Yes, he really did mean that he was going to literally die and be raised from the dead. He said it at least three times before it happened, and the disciples didn't quite get it. But now it made sense. The resurrection then caused people to look back farther into history, through all the scriptures. This is why we just read so many passages from the Old Testament tonight. They, together, recap salvation history all the way from the beginning. As people looked at these passages, it became clear this was God's plan from the moment Adam and Eve committed the first sin. We deserve death for our sin in Adam, back in the Garden of Eden. But finally, in Jesus, God became one of us to pay our debt, that we might not have to permanently die. As I've heard it put, he came to pay a debt he did not owe, because we owed a debt we could not pay. People looked back. They saw how God's providence had guided all of history. They saw how he had taken into account every fault and failure of mankind, every broken covenant, all the twists and turns of our relationship with him, and how he still worked it out in the end to offer us all redemption. The death and resurrection of Jesus Christ is the culmination of history. As we look at the state of the world today, all of its many, many, many problems, we might be tempted to get discouraged. I've been sensing a lot of that among us, discouragement. But to quote the angel, do not be afraid. Since the time of Adam and Eve, God has never failed us. We have failed him. We still do, repeatedly. But he still offers us a path back into his graces. The door is now always open. The new and eternal covenant, sealed on the cross and at the Last Supper, will always stand. 
So long as we stay in God's grace and do not reject him in unrepentant sin, nothing in this life can ultimately hurt us. Not divisive politics or failing banks or endless wars or not illness, not even death can ultimately hurt us unless we let it. Because God has conquered even that, even death. So as we arrive at Easter, may we meditate in this holy season on how awesome God's plan is, how that plan is never derailed. After all, I mean, we killed him, and he used even that to great advantage. It's how he saved us. Amen.